hello, hello, hello. Day six of the live challenge and you can see that Em and I are about to go for dinner, hence Emma is dressed up as me today. I'm literally dressed like Hannah. I've been <laughs> wandering through her house like, self-image, baby, I am Hannah. <laughs> but I've been speaking about commitment this week and I think this is a really, really important thing to talk about and I actually think that this kind of, ooh, are you just, are you waving? I didn't even know you could do that. I'm social. Look at, see, look at Emma already, already nailing lives. Um, even though obviously we're going for dinner and we'd like to go for dinner, we were kind of prioritizing this and this is something that I've been speaking about this week. A lot of people want to get huge level results and only dip their toes in and actually yeah. the results that we desire come from consistency and we were kind of really reflecting on this as today, so Emma's doing a live with me because this is what I'm being committed and consistent with and I did yoga with Emma because you're doing how many days of yoga? I'm doing 108 days of yoga so this is really beautiful because I've been really considering my next iteration of leadership, embodiment, and actually that for me was around devotion. And so this was really looking at all of the ways that I wanted to commit myself to another level of being. And actually for me, that was really showing up with my practice because that's really important to me. And so 108 days, so we're in today, Han joined me and did a handstand, may we just celebrate? Headstand, headstand. Headstand, headstand, headstand. I did headstand, headstand. let's headstand. not go. And I was so excited, I haven't done a headstand. I've, like, I've not had a consistent yoga practice in years. And like, as doing the headstand, I was like, holy fucking shit, I'm actually doing so this is like a day of celebration. It is. We're sticking to our lives. I did a headstand, not just any normal headstand. I did like, you know, when your legs are open and you Tribal. do kind of, yeah, exactly. And then you go up and then you, yeah, it was very impressive. It was, guys. it actually was. It was it actually impressive. Yeah, I was it's good. shocked. Anyway, we wanted to talk about something really specific today and we kind of wanted to be brief. Um, it's only going to be about 15 minutes that we're here. Before I go on to that, um, as always, uh, hashtag replay if you're watching on the replay, hashtag committed if you're doing your... Hashtag. <laughs> hashtag, that's a sign, isn't it? That's what the cool kids do. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just what we are. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, probably not after that. If we had any hope after going hashtag cool kids. <laughs> I'm like, we don't have to use TikTok yet. We don't, we're not really in that game. We don't have to do that. And then hashtag... Uh, you co I completely lost sorry, right, sorry. newbie if you're watching this for the first time I'd love to know who's hopping on these with me and I do really enjoy this to be interactive and actually just something that came through is that if you want me because I have, have got about 80 lives yet to go if there is a topic that you want me to speak into um, I would actually love that so please send me messages if there's something you're like hey, I want to know more about this topic but today I said Em like what are we going to talk about on tonight's live and what Emma chose I think is really, really important because it's kind of an amalgamation of the terror barrier but from Emma's kind of leadership background and lens and I think it's something that we are not taught that can actually sabotage our progress and so as you guys know I love to speak about the terror barrier, I love to speak about what like financial growth, business, kind of all of these things actually look like. So today we're going to be talking about the full body yes and some controversial opinions on it. Do you want to start babe? Yes, so for those of you that might be like who the hell is this woman in the life with Hannah? Oh yeah, I was like I'm not going to introduce you. I'm like do you not know who Emma is? If you know who I am you have to know who Emma is. Do you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, my work is, I, I, I work a lot with human design and the Jinky systems and these templates using you know, really focus on energetics and in a lot of my containers, we speak a lot about quote unquote, the full bodied yes. 
And something that is really important when we're looking through this lens of saying, well, what feels like a full body? Yes, is all of the lenses or all of the condition, conditioning that we might be working with that will distort what that actually looks like. And so, you know, when we might say, oh, intuitively, I feel like that's a no, or actually that feels like I'm constricting in my body when I'm connecting with that vision or I'm connecting with that thing outside of me that I've got to decide on. And this is where we can get, use this piece. Well, if it's not a full-bodied yes, it's a no. And it's really important to make sure we have something really, you know, in front of us that can be really concise, really clear, so we actually know, hang on, is this my conditioning speaking? Is this the version of me that's talking, that's saying, actually, this is terrifying, this is new? Or is this me connecting to the highest possible experience, the highest version of me when I'm actually saying, this is not a full-bodied yes, or maybe it's, you know, a no. And so, what I often find within the human design lens when I'm sharing in this way, you know, this is, just, I mean, look, this, we can talk about this for hours and we'll be saying, you know, we can all probably resonate with what we hear as a full bodied yes, but a lot of the time we work with it in the generator um, or a type. But really this is looking at, you know, when we, if we've been conditioned, I'll use an example, you know, when we're saying, oh, when I say yes, you know, I'm expecting that it's gonna feel really good. I'm gonna expect that I feel really safe. Now, if you have a history of conditioning that says, when I drop a boundary, I'm, I'm, I receive love. When I drop a boundary, I feel safe. When I sacrifice my needs for the needs of somebody else, then I'm actually accepted and loved and all of the things. When we then go to say yes to something that might be actually us retaining a boundary or crossing something new or establishing a completely new version of ourselves, and we're expecting it to feel the same way, that same yes, we expect it to feel like that, that's come from the conditioned parts of us, we will challenge it. And if we're going with this narrative, like, oh, if it's not a full-bodied yes, it's a no, and we're going, oh, that doesn't feel quote-unquote good. As in, it doesn't feel like it's safe. It doesn't feel like it's connected to the conditioning that I've been working with. And so when we start shedding the layers of those conditions, and suddenly we're then trying to face a new version of what yes feels like, that will likely feel deeply uncomfortable and put us into a whole new position of like, oh my goodness, well, I don't know what version of me says yes to this. What does the actual yes really feel like? How do I know what yes feels like in my body when I actually connect to the truest and quote unquote highest essence of me? And so this is what we were discussing, you know, this can be really unhelpful advice when we're trying to make new decisions for new versions of us, you know. Step into a new level of reality, because if it's yes. a full body yes, you've got to be playing at the same level of identity, really. Yes. But let's take it to boundaries, because that's actually been a really big thing for me. In my childhood, I learned not having boundaries and overgiving meant that I gained love and harmony, right? So in adulthood, when I actually set a boundary on a very deep unconscious level, it felt like everyone's going to leave me. I'm going to, I'm, I'm yes. deeply, deeply unsafe. Yes. And that didn't mean, that was a really big thing for me to work with because I'd set a boundary, it would feel bad. And then my head would be like, I shouldn't have set a boundary. I should have just given that person what they wanted. Yes. I should have just overgiven, overgiven, overgiven. And that's been a pattern for me in business and relationships and all of that, those things. And it wasn't until that I realized just because it feels bad doesn't mean that it's wrong, yes. that I was liberated from that. And I know a lot of 
women specifically, but men too watching this, probably have a pattern of overgiving because they associate that with love, harmony, and receiving their, getting their needs being met, right? And it can be really, really frightening when we start implementing these new behaviors. But just to bring this back to kind of what I teach, which is business and manifestation and all of these things, if you want to be a successful business owner that thrives in a level of safety, you're going to have to learn boundaries. Like you're just going to have to learn boundaries. And there is going to be a period, right, where old self and new self exists. They're having a face off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're like, I know I need to do this, but this feels really shit. And like, oh, what am I doing? And like, I'm wobbling around. So if you've got this picture of manifestation or goal creation or business, it can be quite damaging. Only do the things that feel good. Yeah. You, you are literally going to play at one level of consciousness, yeah. right? And so it's always, and I talk about this with the, with the terror barrier, which is the Bob Proctor work. And I say to people, when you make a big decision and you step into your next level self, you are going to be faced by fear, by worry and anxiety. And what most people do is they see that as a sign that they're going in the wrong direction and they retreat and they go back to their old self. And usually the words are, oh, I knew that I shouldn't have wished for more than I have. Oh, I knew that like maybe I was silly for having a dream or yeah. like, you know, and, and you rationalize it and then other people around us rationalize it. And actually we want to normalize that if you do want to have an extraordinary life and you do want to, you know, create a bigger reality, you, you're going to you're gonna have to face these emotions and they're not wrong, right? It's part yeah. of our humanity and it is part of our growth. But I do think there is an overcorrect of that, yes. where you're always living in the stretch, where yeah. you're always living in the fear, anxiety, I need to be moving forward. Like, it's, it's a dance. You don't always want to live in I'm shit scared. Like, yes. that, that, no, it's, it's, it's a time period between new self to, sorry, old self to new self. Yes. But then there is a recalibration where you get to hang out there, you know? Yeah. And it starts with really having, you know, understanding your values, who you are as a human being, who you are away from the nest, you know, and this is why the conditioning is really important. Like when you're starting to untangle that web, which is really intense, you know, actually just start asking yourself the question, who did I need to be to be safe and to be loved within my yeah. home, within my nest, you know, start there and understand what was I really celebrated for that's brought forward, that I've brought forward into my conditioning now, that, I, that I've made feel that that's how it's associated with my yes and my full-bodied quote-unquote yes. Um, and safety. And safety, yeah. It's really big. Um, yeah. It's huge. It's huge. I'm almost just thinking about this full-body yes. I'm thinking about when I was kind of at one of my lowest points and I'd, I'd realised or I'd come to terms with eternally, I have an eating disorder. I am depressed. Mm -hmm. I'm definitely, I don't feel happy in life. When I came to terms with that and I was really, really honest at where I was and I looked at myself in the mirror, that did not feel good. If someone had said to me, chase the good feeling, I would have probably carried on taking drugs yeah. and getting drunk. Yeah. And actually there was a big period. You know, you guys see me now and very often we see people in social med media in like their chapter 100. But there was a big phase when I started this work. I was very depressed. I was on antidepressants. My relationships were a mess. I didn't know who I was. And a lot of the healing to start with was like, oh, I actually have to face my feelings. Oh, I actually have to feel the pain that's trapped in my body. Oh, I actually have to deal with the reality of who I'm being and who I'm, and, and 
the way that I'm operating in the world. And so if we believe that it's only a full body yes and it's only chase the good feeling, well actually you're going to you're going to avoid the parts of yourself or the things that you actually need to look at because they don't feel good, right? People are very obsessed with ascension, but very often we have to descend to ascend, right? And I mean, I obviously work with trauma, so I'm like, you've got to descend. You're like, you've got to go there. You've got to go. And like, Em's like, Em's like, (laughs) I've seen Hannah's gene keys. I'm like, (laughs) mine is all humanity and connect to the feeling. Feel it all. Hannah's just like, go to the darkness. Um, (laughs) Hannah's like, alchemy. Yeah, but it is. And this is also a big piece, you know, and actually when we are working with this conditioning, it's often the conditioning that's speaking for us. And it's really, really important to recognize that. Like Hannah was saying, like it can be a really hijacked, yes, we think it's us and we identify with it. But actually when we start unhooking from all of these different identities and labels and things and ways of being, we actually start to free ourselves. And actually what we, you know, this is just off topic, but kind of not. I'm ready for it. <laughs> There's this really awesome book that I haven't fully read, so make sure that's a disclaimer. I've not fully read this book. I'm like, it's a really awesome book, but actually I love the book. But concept. I've never read it. I just like the front cover. And I just like the front cover, guys. But this, let's just say, this is using the metaphor of like eating, right? And it's actually, um, it's called My Brain on Parasites, right? And it's talking about when we have a level of parasitical experience going on within the gut, in the body, it's actually the, the parasite that craves certain foods. And so we might identify like, oh, I have a sweet tooth. I do this thing. I do this habit. I do this. And actually it's when we've got, you know, the body is actually, you know, fed, it needs to be fed in a certain way because that's actually happening on a, you know, biochemical level. And so this is the same with our so thoughts, with the nervous beliefs, system, our nervous system. It's like our conditioning, our unconscious patterning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a really interesting example. I've had parasites, guys, but that is a story for another time. I was actually bed bound for six months when I lived in New Zealand with the parasites. I bet you guys didn't know that. And this is not a story for now. I'm like, we will never leave. We will not move. And we will not do the reservation. reservation. Yeah, exactly. We really want to go because there's like waterfalls that I've been like, I've been sending Emma the link like here. We're going to a garden. Eden. We go to the Garden of Eden and we dress, that's why we dress in white. In white. That's <laughs> literally why we're dressed in white. <laughs> no, but it, I think they're important conversations to have and actually what I want to close this with is like, I love social media. Social media has got a really bad name for itself, but if you know how to use social media as a tool, it's really beautiful because there's so many people speaking about concepts and you know, I think about mum and she never got a proper mental health diagnosis or treatment because of the time and age that she was born into, we're actually not in that time or age anymore. But sometimes we see social media and it really, it's really reductionist. So you see someone put a post and the post is like, if it's, a, if it's not a full, like full body yes, it's a no. And actually what you're receiving, <laughs> what you're receiving is just such a tiny amount of information, right? You're seeing a tiny little thing and actually the reality is far more nuanced. So what I'm appreciating at the moment is more and more people having expanded conversations so we can actually understand the nuance and actually implement it in our lives, right? Because some people even say, if it's not a full body, yes, it's a no. Some people are like, I'm not even in my body. I don't know what that means. What does that mean? What does that mean? And then you're like, maybe I should be in my body. So there's like an education piece there. Hey, guys. Hey, Gabby. Right, anything else you'd like to share before we go, darling? No, because I just threw that in there about my brain on parasites, talking about parasites, and that's a whole different topic, so I feel like... I don't think we can... I don't think we can... It's, the, it's, the, it's the fifth line in me, I'm like, I'm going to just throw in a load of everything. 
Yeah, Guys, we've, we've, we've done two things today. So this is what happens when you have a projector and a manifester. Yeah. We didn't start our day. This is, I want you to see the reality of my life, yeah. right? Until it was, it was quarter past three and we were like, Hannah was like, I really feel like we should, um, I feel like if we just do this, we can then start our day. I was like, babe, it's going to be about five <laughs> before we start our day. Today we've done one yoga practice, right? Yeah. I, to be fair, actually, I woke up very early and actually I've been planning my routine. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Throw me under the bus. Okay, so I have, I've done one yoga practice. I stood on my head, which I didn't know I could do anymore. Um, oh, we haven't done anything else. Okay, we did that and now we've done this live. Royal we. I did quite a lot. <laughs> You're like, I had my manifesto surge and I did all the things and I'm like, I'm a projector. I do one thing a day. Right. Okay, that's enough for us. Uh, looking like actual goddesses, Jesus Christ. Yeah, we've dressed all in white for the occasion. Uh, our Natalie is in the school of IH. Lol, love you both. Love you oh. too, Natalie. Natalie. I love you, Natalie. I don't know who you are. But <laughs> I love you. But Natalie, actually, on Monday, is getting on a flight with another client, Jessica V, and they're coming to IB for the weekend. Oh, so I'm so excited for this. I'm saying we're doing the party hands as if we literally live in IB through a party. Yeah, we're, we're like, like woo! I do feel like we go There'll to be no adventure. We will be doing personal development and luxury <laughs> vibes kind of things. Yeah. This, is, <laughs> this, is, this is our fun for our Saturday evening. This is Saturday and we're talking about brains on parasites yeah, and conditioning <laughs> before a night out. So yeah. <laughs> A night out! We're going for dinner. We're going, <laughs> we're going for dinner at the Garden of Eden. <laughs> Dressed in white. So it's been so beautiful yes. to be on with you guys today. I'm going to send you... So much love, and I will see you for our Sunday live. Are you going to join me for the Sunday live? I might as well. Oh yes, yeah, so Em's spending the weekend here, oh, yeah. by the way, guys. So we'll do another one. So we'll do another live tomorrow Maybe morning. Maybe an hour. Yeah, <laughs> Maybe we'll just pick a topic and we'll really go in. <laughs> Thank you, Natalie. Thank you, everyone. Bye, everyone. Have a beautiful evening. Ciao. Gang. <laughs>